Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She's really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their experiences, their uniqueness and personalities and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth and they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. This is what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Anessa Sukich. Anessa is 19 years old and she lives in Montenegro. One thing she can say is that she has been doing art since she was little. It actually makes her who she is. Since she was little, she painted, wrote, danced, acted, recited. Last year, she wrote a book that is now on the market in her country. It is a psychological drama, Anessa, graduated from high school for tourism, where she was also involved in outdoor activities, from coordinating and participating in the drama section with which they had plays and short films within her country. Anessa also hosted and coordinated the radio show. She was also part of the debate section, the business center, the public prosecutor's office, the rhythmic section. She also spent a lot of time in the Red Cross. All in all, Anessa is a flexible person and she is an activist. She deals with many things alone, but always return to art. Next year, she will start in Drama Academy. She currently works in a youth center in her city where they work to provide educational and recreational workshops for young people. Anessa, how are you today? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I feel positive. I feel blessed, really excited to know much more about you. And I'll begin with this usual nice first question, which is, if your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I don't know. Uh, maybe they will say that I'm too much energetic person. I always do something. I always have so much energy where I don't know where to spend it. And then they will tell you that I'm maybe too much having empathy for people which I don't know is good or bad because maybe I sometimes cross the line of that. And the third will be that I'm always smiling, whatever it is, I'm always smiling. And if they say, see me that without a smile, they know that they don't need to cross the line. I love that very, very much. I have a question about each one of them. And I'll begin with your energy. You have a lot of energy. Where does that come from? Are you hungry about life, excited that there is so much to know and to experience? Is it your food and you're constantly working out and so you have a lot of energy? Is it something else? What is the source of your energy? I never think about it. It's actually a good question, even for me to ask myself. From the times I was little, I always was with um, boys' friends. Uh, with my brother and his friends. Everyone was a boy. I was the only girl in that group. Uh, and we're always doing something. We never sit on a couch. 
we maybe broke things, but we we do things together always. And even if they're not so much good or if we do something that we shouldn't, we will, you know, be together and say, no one did it or we all do that. I think that it begins from there that they taught, teach me how to speak for myself and for everyone that I love, for people who can who cannot speak for themselves. Then it's going to the middle school where the progress was uh, when I saw the people who didn't know to fight from themselves and didn't know how to how to include in any group. I was that kind of person actually for the first. I wanted to be in there, but I didn't know how. And it comes from there. So I fight it for them, for myself. Then I, I, I'm the person who wants to know everything, who wants to see that and that and that and that and etc. So I like to try things. And I don't know, somehow I found people, I found the professors, friends who were the persons like me who can sit on one place, who wants to try things, who, who wants to live their life, not just to be there and do nothing. That It's the mindset that I'm in. It's like, when I die, I want to say, God, I made it. I lived the life. Yeah, something like that. I love that energy. I agree with you 100%. Life is too rich to not experience fully, and there's so much to enjoy and to ask you then how does this relate to art i have a friend who is an artist who says that art is a way to empty all the energy so that there is room for new energy to come but there are other people who say art is good for their mental health because they feel so stressed they need to forget everything and for others they're curious because each piece of art is so different they're like never getting bored because it's always a different thing never routine for you in particular, since you were little, you loved everything related to art. What was the biggest pleasure or the biggest happy thing about it? It was uh, first thing that I was always moving from the town to town. And I was the person who was scared to enjoy the groups. So my mom uh, picked me up one day, saw me dancing with uh, one Disney character. And she went to the dance club and uh, put me there because she didn't know where to put me <laughs> where, because I, we don't have no one who can look for me or babysit me when she's at work. And she finds actually the dance school where um, the classes were when she's at the work. And that was the good thing for her. So I started like that. I fell in love with the dancing, with the music and everything. Then I started to draw. Then I somehow uh, always, when we play something from the Disney or the Nickelodeon on, or any movies, we were like uh, playing the prince and the princess. I was always the, um, the prince with the... Um, with the stronger arms or something like that. I was always the boy <laughs> when people played something. I always like to dominate it. I didn't want to be the polite one who doesn't speak or something like that. It just going on and on and on. And I just fell in love with that. I found the place where I can be whatever I want to be, where I can be free. One-on-one will judge me. I can say, yeah, but it's like that. It's art. 
it's freedom. It's, it is freedom for me. When I am not good, I don't feel well because I don't like to speak about my life or my emotions and I don't know how to speak about that. I will write a song or I will write a story. If I don't know how to say or to explain even for myself what I'm feeling, I will dance that or I will act or I don't know. It's like that. I'm just feeling free when I'm doing that. It's not me. It's someone inside of me. It's it's for the virgins of me in once. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I want to ask about that freedom and all that. But I want to return to something you said that you're very, very empathic, maybe too empathic. Well, when you're growing up and you feel other people's emotions so much, often there are parts of the world where there are many people who are angry and depressed and unhappy all the time. How did you deal with any experience where you feel like their energy goes into you because their emotions become your emotions? Did you try to protect yourself? Did you accept it? Did it make you angry? Did you think, oh, what did I do? Why are they angry? How did you deal with it? And then how did you stay open? Because some people will close if they're feeling too much emotions that are angry or negative too much from other people. Oh, so when I was a little, little little child my parents are always working and i spend a lot of time with uh, my dad's brother which i'm so thankful to him uh, he was my mom sister dad everything everything to me but he passed away when i was five years old actually two days before my sixth birthday and he was the inspiration for me and the old things goes to him he showed me the way that even the people who are not the good ones, who maybe were not so good even for him, he always return and um, give him give them a hand and say, if they're like that, I don't want to be like them. I want to show my kids and everyone around me that they can find the person that I am. If the person exists like me, if I exist, why wouldn't be there more two or three persons like that? I want that they see something that they need to search for in their life. So I want to show even to my sisters, because I have four young sisters, I want to show them the things that he showed me. Sometimes it's hard because I really meet up a hundred persons each day it's really like that because of my energy and i'm always loving and sharing and everything and i'm the only one that i actually can say that i'm really the active listening to someone and they always open up everyone's open up to me uh, so much fast i will say and sometimes it can be hard because because they tell you the problems that they never told you. I met the depressed persons, anxious person, the ones they want to kill themselves because of something or etc. It can be rough because maybe uh, they don't want to listen to you. That can be hard because you want to help, but they don't listen. They don't want to move. So you need to move for them. You need to show them. But somehow, I don't know where my energy comes from. I don't know. It's a miraculous. I, I will say it's miraculous. Um, 
it never go away. It bothers me. Like uh, I will always overthinking uh, what I can do, what will be or whatever. I will always make scenarios in my head, but I will show up to them. And I don't know. For now, I didn't have a bad, like bad, bad experience. I help a lot of people. They go out of them. They are real now positive, they're energetic persons. So somehow I I was okay. I, it was rough. It was a long road. It was not for like one day or one week. We have maybe practice for that for years or something like that. But it's okay. We do that. I'm really happy. And I actually wrote some things, something like that about them because I'm really happy for them that they moved on, that they're doing on their life, even the boys, even the girls. I just like the way when we finish everything that they smile, then they're living the life once again. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm curious very much about now your uh, acting side. You said you feel freedom and you have many personalities inside you. But before we speak about that, what is freedom to you? What does it mean? How do you know when you are feeling free? When I mean freedom, it comes to the point that you need to accept who you truly are, not only the good things inside of you, the bad things. Okay, I will get angry when someone is putting the trash inside of the trees. I'm a person like that. Okay, is that maybe wrong or right? We don't know, but I'm like that. And I want to be 100% of me. I don't want to cover up. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be the person that that everyone tells you need to be like that, that like that, the rules one. No, I don't want to break the rules. I don't want to go on a party and sit like this because I'm the, I don't know, Muslim girls or Christian girls or I'm Montenegrin or I'm 19 years old. I'm not old enough. No, if I know the, the topic, if I know the right term, if I know anything about that. Why wouldn't I shut up? I want to speak. So the freedom for me is that I can speak, I can move, I can act whatever I want in any time that I want in any place to be 100% of me. That I don't think about will someone get mad or will someone get disappointed or something like that. No, I want to be freedom to think about Am I be disappointed because I didn't do that because someone will get mad? And maybe in two days, we won't even speak. He will go out of my life. And I regret it because I didn't do that for myself. 100%. That's how life should be. No excuses and living fully so that, like you said, uh, you can never regret it anytime, any place. And to ask you then even more. Nowadays, teenage girls are growing up in the age of social media, an age where they compare themselves to how other women who may be photoshopped or real or now with artificial intelligence, AI <laughs> looking like that. Did you uh, do that? Did you suffer from that situation where maybe in Instagram you compare yourself to other women or how do you deal with it? What's your advice to other teenage girls so that they fall in love with how they look and don't compare it with other women, but see themselves as beautiful in the way they are. There are a lot of problems over here. 
uh, when we talk about the women. First, of the to look how they look. When they see them in the mirror, they're always like, maybe I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I don't, I don't know, I can't wear the dress that she's dressing or something like that. I can't wear the things that they wear. I had a lot of problems for myself when, even now, that I'm the person who likes to wear baggy clothes. I'm not like that right now because uh, I was on a trip and I ran out of my baggy clothes. But I'm always like that. And someone will tell you that I look like a boy or you look too uh, like a rat or you like uh, wear so much black. I don't know. Uh, but I don't think that they um, they need to go on. Um, how uh, They need to see the truth of that. I was on a casting. I was meeting a lot of people. And when you're meeting a lot of people, you will see that when they show them uh, Instagram profiles and when you speak with them, it's a completely two different persons. Like they don't even met each other. It's like parallel universe or something like that. That, that doesn't have sense. So meeting up uh, a lot of people and going to school educations like um, out of class, I don't know is there any of them, but here in Montenegro we have that. Where in speaking a lot with the girls openly, I think that our generation can't speak too much open. Maybe that was the good thing with me that I was like speak. I I learned how it was like that when I was young, but I learned how to speak up and tell everything what is on my mind. If I want to ask, I will ask. If I have a question, I will hundred percent ask that. It wasn't like that. I had a professor who was pushing me out to do that. So I learned to ask everything. And so I will say that our generation need to speak up openly. I had no problem. I was not so much stressed about the looks. I never was stressed about that, but I was stressed about that. Maybe I will sound stupid to someone that I'm not so smart, so intelligent, that I didn't read so much books. I don't know, something like that. That bothered me and I was shut up because of that reason. But you will see that when you start to, sh uh, to speak, to tell your stories, to always speak, to ask about something that you want, ask about the questions about their, their life story, their, how they think about something, or you will get some information that you will never think that you will get, even from the young people, even from the oldest people. You know, maybe you will say, actually, there's some older thing, maybe more younger than my sister who is 10 years old. And I found that some young people who are like 15, it's about like they're 45. So speak up openly about everything that you see, everything that you think or something like that. But when you speak, don't speak with the people who are so much fake, I will tell, like to popular ones, to the one who wants to be the boss and everything, that or another person who will tell you openly what they think. No, they will not. 
So speak openly, but choose with who you will speak about that topic. And you will see how you have a wrong picture in front of you. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm curious too, you said that, for example, your the generation that you are with is often does not share how they feel exactly and their truth and they're not open like you. But to understand you even more, do you feel that in your personality, you are very uh, Montenegrin from Montenegro and that you are Balkan? Or do you feel that you have your unique way that is very different, that if people met you, they wouldn't know you're a Balkan girl, they will think, oh, she's uh, some from somewhere else. Tell me a bit more about that. And how, what is to you like the personality of, of a girl your age from Montenegro? And how are you different? Oh, whenever I go, they don't know where I came from. Because I don't even speak like a Montenegrin. I speak like I'm from Serbia. But when I start to speak, I don't I don't have that actually mentality. Like I'm everywhere from the Balkan. And they're always like questionable where I came from. I'm from here. They always ask me, am I from Mexico or Spain because of my look? Or something like that. I, I was proud of that because I'm so obsessed with Spain. <laughs> but there are always questions about where I actually came from. Uh, the problem in my generation is because I will tell because of our parents, our grandmothers, grandparents, etc. The, the the generations behind us who tell us the rules. There are not the rules. They, the, there's no rules in life. You make your own rules. Okay, don't get, you have some rules, like don't get crime or something like that. But to be who you truly are, there are not rules. Here we have a lot of problems actually with the LGBTQI uh, population, if I spell that right. And uh, because in the first place, they so was rejected from our friend groups and i always like push up no he will sit here listen to him that was the problem with me when i see the person who hates something i will say like hate something i will put on the table that person that he he hates and i will be like okay what the hate about this person what she or he did to you nothing okay okay listen to him how he feels what he thinks about it and then tell me do you really truly hate him or was that the the story that your grandma told you so i don't wear where i picked that up but i'm like that and i'm doing like that and maybe it's that because i really wanted that someone was doing the same thing to me to be there for me maybe i never had actually the person who was there for me i always needed to fight for something to really fight for it and i didn't want that the road that i was walking and to how i was living that someone else lives no i didn't want that because i was always living in montenegro sometimes i was living in german and i know I was, I had a lot of troubles with the peoples and everything, but I know how to go with that. So I think that that was the really thing about me that I 
didn't want to be like someone else because I know how someone else was making me so much suffer and pain. And I didn't want that someone actually feels that too. That was the only thing that helped me. The thing and my overthinking. Okay, it's killing me in some way that can be really stressful and everything, but sometimes it was really useful for me because I know how to react in that situation. I made all of her horrible situation that can be in my head. Then I did something. And I don't know, it was good because I really had so much good views. The people really changed in front of me. And I was really happy when I saw that, okay, sometimes we had different kind of stories. It was trouble, it was drama and everything. But on the end of the road, it actually pays off the whole drama that I was and the whole stress that I had. It pays. But I think that that was the thing if you see something don't uh, don't just look away look that directly in the eyes and tell what you want to say if that hurts you if that hurts someone if you think about will that hurt me if i was in that skin and you know that it will hurt you speak if that person is not speaking maybe he's scared speak for him i don't see the problem for that I, I don't know. I'm like that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And many people will be helped and have been helped by you being there for them, helping them with their mentality, as you said. And it makes me curious. And I will ask you in this way. There are many girls who, let's say they're teenagers, etc., who grew up, like you said, with the, uh, with the rules of their grandmother or maybe their parents telling them what they should study, what they should do. And maybe they want to do their hobbies to become a painter or a singer, but their parents are like, no, become a doctor or do something that gives you more money. Well, they feel stuck. They feel like they don't want to disappoint their parents, but they will be very sad and unhappy if they don't do what they love. And maybe they're thinking about doing what their parents want, but they will be very sad. What's your advice for them so that they don't waste their life and do what they love and find themselves strong to do it? So this times get, get emotional. I I was the girl that you're speaking of right now. Uh, from, from the time when I started to doing art, uh, my parents and anyone in my family wasn't for that because artists are the ones who are crazy. The one who are not have so much uh, money for living, uh, the one who are um, doing so much terrible things to get on a scene, to get to be the uh, the one who are popular or something like that, and etc. I heard all things that can be heard, and uh, all things that can actors see and hear, I heard and see. So. My mom was the one who wants that I uh, be the doctor because I had the all best grades in my school and uh, or the tourism that I can speak a lot of languages. So I'd be something like that. I don't know. And I was like, OK, I'm going to high school and be what you want. The first year was really rough for me because I needed to learn something that I don't like. I learned it without a passion, without anything. 
like I'm learning it because I want to be educated. I want to have job. I want to have money. Maybe I want to live. Okay. I want that when I go out of this house, I want to have food. I want to have everything that I need. But that actually was the problem. Uh, one day uh, was the day that my eyes was open for that. One um, one friend of my mother is actually the register. And I didn't know that they know each other. That was the mistake. Uh, we went to the school and uh, my professor, who secretly noticed, but I didn't know, that I'm doing art and that I'm acted in um, in a class when she was like sneaking and everything. I was acting some some <laughs> some people that we know, and uh, she didn't tell me that that way, but she told me that he will come and I need to show up. I didn't know how to tell that to my mom because I know that she will not let me to do it because she was the one who push me out of that. When I have the opportunity, she will uh, literally go to the trash and like, damn, you will not. And I was like, okay, so I need to think about it. That was the first time that I lied my mother and thanks God I did that. And I said that I have some extra class for the math and I need to go there. And I went there. Uh, he speak about some movies that he made he let us see we're speaking uh, speaking about it we have a discuss and he was so amazed about me like what i saw how i saw the colors what they mean or why is that the rose on that scene or something like that he was so amazed he recognized me because i look like my mother and he was like hi do you know that your daughter was today on my lesson, he was like, what? And when I came home, she was like, mm, where did you be? And I was like, I told you on a map. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie of map. And I was like, she knows, but how she knows. Then she explained me and told me that he actually wants me to go on uh, his auditions for his theater. And I was like, what? And she was like, I know that you will fail that, that you don't have a talent, go there. I know that you won't win. I had the main role. From that day, I actually find out that, it, and I wasn't happy so much in my life until that day. That happiness, what I had when I heard that I had the main role, I can describe it. And then I realized that I actually pushing everything, just that my mother or my father or everyone in my family be happy and be proud. And I'm not the one who is proud on myself. I'm just living mechanically. Like, it's not the life. So from that day, I was always doing somehow uh, sneaking out uh, my professor hate me like that uh, she when I has her class she she will let me to write or to act or something like that we made some classes after school and then starts my 
I think I made so much theaters. I made the little short movies. I made my first book. Uh, and that's the, the, the story that I want to tell the young girls. Don't be what your parents want. Okay, if you if you really can't, I know that some parents are really rough and you can't do like, you can't go on a college, go to the academy or something like that. But the art is really free. You can start your own business, go on auditions or make your songs and post it on social medias or something like that. Meet up people, speak with people, show them what you do. And someone will recognize that and help you with that. You don't need to go maybe for that school. I know that something is rough when you can't go there or something like that. I really know that. But some parents can be rough. Do your best to show them that you really care for that. Because I was the one who uh, was going to the school and to the job just that I can pay my lessons for the for the next year that I can go to the academic school because they say that they won't pay me that. And I was not ashamed of that. Uh, it wasn't so hard for me when I actually know that I will finally do something that I want. So if you can't show them, you can show them. But if you, when you show everything from yourself that you really love and they still don't listen, okay, do whatever they want, make that school what they want, do that. But don't slide up your thing. That be that should be your main thing. See how you can do something that you can be seen. I don't know. Post that on social media. Speak to the uh, speak to some people. Go on a street. Show your paints. Show your music. Show your I don't know. Do something. I was the one who actually do the same thing. And I don't regret it. It it was awesome. I meet a lot of people. Whenever I show someone to, when I always show someone that they were amazed because I put my whole soul and my whole impression in that. And I know when they put everything inside of their body in that uh, particular thing, it will have some positive things. 100%. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate all your insights and mindset. And even more, I want us to finish on a strong note, which is, what is any advice that you think other women in the world or girls who are teenagers like you everywhere should listen so that they feel happier and live a better life what is your advice for them so that like you said when you arrive to the end of your life you're like i arrived i did everything i wanted and so is there any advice that you can share yeah there um i i like to read uh i'm the one who like the rap like the music a lot so rap he uh helped me to find some answers that no one could actually get to me when i was four i first that i learned was the rap song so thanks to rap uh i will tell them one thing which is like one of my best rappers ever which says don't be your parents 
plan A or plan B, which is like, if they are not successful, you need to be, or if they are successful, actually you need to be too. No, be your thing. This is like he says, they don't shine with my light. I will shine like I want to be. Thanks to Marcello. So light up with your light. Don't see someone's shine, someone's light. Do your own thing. Speak about everything openly and shine your own way. Uh, find something that you're really passionate about that you will give your soul to that and live life with that, with your soul. Live life with your soul, not with your brain. You will probably regret it because you didn't lie, live life truthfully. So live life with your all emotions, your whole being, your whole soul, and you will light. I know that you will because every woman lights just, you need to show that light to everyone. Thank you so much, Anessa. It was my privilege and my honor to have you in this project to share your interesting thoughts and wise words. I wish you all the success in your artistic field. I wish you to do everything and to enjoy your high energy and positivity and big smiles all the time. Thank you again for participating. Thank you. My pleasure is mine.